Maximum Health with your host, Dr. Ken Gray. With over 20 years in healthcare, Dr. Gray is a doctor of oriental medicine and holistic physician fusing Eastern and Western healing. Dr. Gray is on staff at Jupiter Medical Center and in private practice with an office in Jupiter, Florida, where he resides. Dr. Gray enjoys being a physician as well as being an educator. His unique approach to holistic healing has taken him abroad to lecture in Baden-Baden, Germany, and treat sports professionals in Hawaii and Biarritz, France. He is co author of several books on food therapy and the founder of the annual Star Summit Talks at the Norton Museum of Art in Palm Beach, Florida. Now it's time for Maximum Health with Dr. Ken Gray. Welcome back, everyone. This is Maximum Health Radio, quality living with yours truly, Dr. Ken Gray. Um, repeat guest. <laughs> Um, someone doing amazing work and has continued to do amazing work. Actually, it's been some time now. Jeez. Chasing a Dream Foundation, Lori Griffith, Executive Director. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. It's so good to see you again. You look younger. How'd that happen? Oh, yeah, sure. You're just aging backwards. <laughs> With all this work you've been flying. doing. Yeah. No, you look great. Thank you. It's Feel so good, good to have you back here. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike McGann, the producer, <laughs> he's just giving a thumbs up, like, like absolutely, yeah. <laughs> okay, stop blushing. You gotta okay. talk. We I know. have to do an in- we have to do an interview now. Okay. <laughs> All right. No. So, chasing a dream foundation. Give us the mandate again, and let's start there. Okay. So, we are a local nonprofit that takes care of children with life-threatening illnesses and disabilities. We don't limit our services to just one illness like cancer or cystic fibrosis. We, we do it all, cancer, cystic fibrosis, heart mm-hmm. disease, sickle cell, um, disabilities as well, but anything that's life-threatening. Yeah. Um, it started we, first with... It started first yeah. primarily with cancer and cystic fibrosis, mm-hmm. but yeah. then we saw the need in the community. You know, a, a lot of money gets thrown at cancer and cystic fibrosis, but you get children with um, you know, genetic disorders, um, mm-hmm. seizure disorders, or kids that have been in car accidents and are paralyzed. Um, and there's, n- there's no real assistance out there for them. So that's where we saw a major need. So mm-hmm. we are working a lot more with those kids. Um, right. you know, we still do cancer and cystic fibrosis for sure, yeah. but we expand that. And we've expanded now into Martin and St. Lucie County. Uh, when you say assistance, give us sort of that, that uh, okay. <laughs> recipe. <laughs> okay. So the big one is financial assistance. Okay. Um, to date, we've given over $800,000 out to local children and their families. And what that does is pays for rent or mortgage, it, utilities. We have a big food program, um, which is not like um, a general pantry. Our pediatric pantry is more geared towards when children are discharged from the hospital, the doctor gives them a specific diet that is geared towards their illness, right. You know, as you know. But by the time they have one of these illnesses, the family probably doesn't have the extra money to be able to put their child on a diet like that. So we do specific dietary packages for them for their illness. Based upon that recommendation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, We do special, I'm not sure what the right word is to say for this. We've given um, a wheelchair to a young girl who was paralyzed from the neck down. She can blow through a straw and control the Mm. um, wheelchair with that. We've given out five service dogs. Um, Our most recent dog is absolutely amazing. It's this German Shepherd that was found on Mm. the streets in Miami and Big Dog Ranch brought it in. 
we were just in People Magazine two weeks ago on this particular dog and the mm. little boy with seizure disorder. Wow. So, you know, we do specific, we do things like that. For for those that might be curious, like myself, how would a service dog help in the case of a seizure? Oh, uh, it's amazing. Seizure, um, you know. Yeah, so um, the little boy has Dravet syndrome, okay. which is um, a form of epilepsy. Uh, this dog is amazing. So there's three major things that Gracie is trained to do. Um, and the first one is when um, Giovanni has a seizure, mm -hmm. the dog will go and start licking at the face, at the mouth and the nose to stimulate breathing because mm. they can stop breathing mm. during the seizure. Wow. So that keeps, that stimulates breathing. Um, also, she's trained to, let's say Giovanni's standing and the seizure is coming on. Um, Gracie will place herself in front of him so when he falls, he falls on Gracie and not on the floor. So early detection. And that's, we, we trained um, Gracie to detect it by doing scent balls. So when Giovanni was having a seizure, they would take saliva and oh. make scent balls pretty much like a dog does in um, do um, drug sniffing. Yes. Right? So now Gracie actually can detect when a seizure the is The chemical on. change yes. is, gives yes. off a different scent, mm -hmm. helps with early detection, then obviously prevents further injury in, in children yes. that are prone to seizures. Abs yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah, it's been incredible. Um, Carrie Monteleon um, with Alpha Dog Training is our trainer, and mm -hmm. she's in Hope Sound. And the things that with them all working together, just amazing. Yeah, she's great, by the way. Yeah, I'm she is. She's yeah. a really awesome person. Huh. Um, so that's one of the programs that we have. We have a hospital backpack program. So mm -hmm. when children go into the hospital, we give them a specialized backpack and that includes an iPad or a laptop. Um, and then um, Norma Humpner, who's on our board, she lost her daughter at a really young age. And so we have a funeral assistance program and that's called Forever Faith, named in her honor. And those are pretty major things we do. Yeah. Uh, Funeral assistance is major. I mean, it's something you don't want to think about, but that is, you know, when you should be just being able to grieve, mm -hmm. you're dealing with the business of dying and death, and it's very hard. And yeah. if I'm speaking from experience, it's not a place you want to be when you have to figure out how you're just going to pay. Exactly. Right? Yeah, it's uh, really sad because that could be fifteen to $25,000. Oh, it's, it's incredible. And, yeah. Yeah, it, that's really a tough one. And we have um, a little girl right now who is in hospice. And, yeah. you know, so we're working with another couple organizations so that we can take that burden off of them and they can just focus on spending their last time with their that's child. That's beautiful. Yeah. So important. Yeah. So, and that's, that's our, that's our thing. You know, there's so many kids in our community. Yeah that we have the power to really help them. Not that, you know, giving to larger organizations isn't important, but to really w make a difference and to know yeah. these children, they're here and we are doing that. So it's the support that we need because yeah. there's so many of them. Like even our holiday toy drive that we're doing now, we helped 521 children last year. And that's between El Sol and kids with illnesses and their siblings. And, and there's so many more already this year. And it's like, right. we can do things locally. And, you know, there is this sort of underlying concern 
that there is so much more, like you said, or there's so much out there. There's so much in the way of children with chronic illness. Um, I feel that it's more prevalent. Um, we're trying, obviously, as a world community to figure it out. I think some of us are, not mm-hmm. all of us. Some right. are just, you know, well, another right. day. Yeah. But um, there, those of us that are care, that, that, you know, looking at the environment, looking at food, looking at misuse of certain drugs, drugs during pregnancy. I mean, all of mm-hmm. these things are, are, we have to take ownership at some point mm-hmm. as to what our generations before us and what we will do differently in the coming generations to rectify this change in humanity. Um, that being said, meanwhile, it is an issue. Mm-hmm. And you're addressing this issue with Chasing a Dream. Yeah. Uh, is there an education function? There is a huge education function, and it lies um, in two places. It lies with the family that's going through this because it's life-changing for them, and they need to be educated in what they've possibly been doing that has led or could isn't making it any easier for them and how they can change and they can change their family. But I think the big education is in the public. Yeah. I mean, there is just, like you said, you know, you could put your blinders on and you could stick your head in the sand all you want. I have had so many families, probably the, there's a family that is in Jupiter and their son had cancer, right? Mm. And one of the things they said to me is like, oh yeah, we heard about you, um, but you know, we didn't really get it. We didn't do anything until all of a sudden we needed it and mm-hmm. and it hit our family. And it's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden now they're big advocates and, and they're wonderful and everything, but it took that yeah. for them to get it. So educating the community there's just so much i mean you could keep going into like what possible causes of so much of this stuff is you know chemicals and you know plastics and you know everything but you i don't even know where you start it's just it's so vast but you know one thing i do like seeing i love seeing kids getting involved young (laughs) and helping other kids so like we have um kids at Jupiter High School that really get involved. We get kids in the middle schools and even in elementary schools that their parents educate them to what society is like. So it's not always, you know, their happy little world. And they let them see the other part of it and they really, really immerse them at a young age and they're so much more aware. That I love. I love seeing, like, we've got some of the best volunteers that are kids. And and they really enjoy doing this, but they take it a step further and they get involved with the kids that they meet. And I really like that. How long have you been around? My age or no? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> 28 now. Yeah. Um, gosh, uh, 2017, we became a 501 um, yeah. C3. Yeah. yeah. I think our first interview was around that time. It's new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think when I first met you, I photographed you for Jupiter Magazine. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, how have you seen, obviously, like you said, cancer, cystic fibrosis, then there was a need for more. Where did that transition happen, and what would you say are the more prevalent diseases that you see growing to you know, that you're obviously trying to meet that need for. Yeah. um, 
<sighs> well, obviously, you know, the cancer is always out there. Cystic fibrosis has some great new treatments yeah. coming, so you don't see a lot of need oh. in the younger population okay. for okay. that. That's it's, good news. Yeah, it's more the older population, I think, yeah. that um, that the need is there. Cancer, you know, that seems to always be there. But what I've seen a lot of is seizure disorder. That Seizures. just seems to be like so many So people. neurological yes. disorder. Yeah. Yeah, seeing a lot yeah. of that, and yeah. um, so that raises a you know that that should raise a red flag mm -hmm. for parents and cell phones and video games and exactly um, exposure exactly um, yeah and also dietary lack mm -hmm. of omegas yeah um, and certain uh, vitamins B vitamins and things like that sure. uh, diverse yeah. foods to yeah. feed the nervous system look it up I mean I can. You know, besides omegas, fish oil, sea buckthorn, B12, spirulina, greens, those are all very important. But I would urge anyone listening to look up nervous system supportive, you know. Uh, they have gummies for kids. Yeah, well, you know what? That's <laughs> yeah. a big thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, being able to get this. In get the supplements, yeah. Exactly. Access. Yeah. Yeah. No. First knowledge, but then access. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so many of these seizure disorders don't mm -hmm. seem to be coming on to kids until they're gosh, you know, year and a half, two mm -hmm. years old when all of a sudden they have their first yeah. seizure and yeah. parents are just, you know, now they're, they're you know, there's whole symposiums yeah. about this. They're just, we have seen a ton yeah. of that. And, and I'm seeing more as a holistic physician. Mm -hmm. However, I'm seeing it after, unfortunately, the child has suffered needlessly for so long. So by the time they get to me, yeah, it takes some tweaking. And now you have to explain, well, anytime there's a, a, a growth spurt, your child is going to need more nutrients. Mm -hmm. It's going to need more calcium, K2, D3. It's building more. Yeah. And if their diet is hot dogs, you know, and chicken nuggets and cheese sticks. Exactly. Um, yeah, they're going to have problems. <laughs> you know, sure. and it's going to manifest yeah. differently. But overall, yeah. the system is going to overheat mm -hmm. because it doesn't get to adjust. So, yeah, education is huge. And then access. Okay, where do I get this stuff? Where do I go? It? How do you afford it? Yeah. Not everyone can afford to send their child to me. I do, you know, some right. pro bono work, but I can't do the whole For world. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, then I do acupuncture. I have a special needs child who was born uh, with significant deficit, you know, brain function, body functions, all that. But the thing that really had the parents um, really at their wit's end was the seizures. Yeah. And since he's been in my care, he hasn't had a seizure in months. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. So, but again, like you said, education, access. Yeah. How do we do it? Right. How do we f bring these worlds together and do mm -hmm. this on a large level? Yeah. So that parents aren't, you know, feeling hopeless because that was the biggest deal is, you know, the parents are crying at night every night. They mm -hmm. don't know what to do. The mm -hmm. child is suffering. Yeah. And some of them can't even communicate why right. they're suffering or right. how they're suffering. Right. Right. So. Yeah. Absolutely. You yeah. know, and that's with, you know, a lot of the cancers, too. Like, I quite a few of the cancers that um, um, some of the kids we have, um, you know, their complaints were, oh, you know, my legs hurt. You know, uh -huh. I remember my son saying that. You know, you're like, oh, it's growing pains. You know, you're fine. You know, have a banana. And then, right. you know, you find out it's bone cancer. Or, or you yeah, find out that's the thing, too. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, or these yeah. brain cancers that yeah. are coming up with so many kids. It's just... Um, 
Yeah. You know, a lot of the kids we have get their treatment down in Miami, and there are just so many of them. So the alternative medicines, I don't, um, you know, I would think an issue too is how do you get the parents to say, okay, I'm going to do this holistically when, you know, they're being geared towards, you know, the chemotherapies and stuff. And we do have some. Yeah, and there's some things, you know, it's where the holistic takes the back seat. You know, it's the supportive care. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's brought to the front because the other things haven't worked. So it's all, or sometimes you need both together. Exactly. Um, and, and who determines that, how I think that system is being created as we go along. Right. Right. You know, doctor MDs that are willing to educate themselves past their particular yeah. education into exploration. And, and then, of course, people like me, holistic doctors, who are willing to look into the medical world and understand how they, you know, how that pathology, you know, pathology looks, and, mm-hmm. and how they determine diagnostics and <laughs> care, exactly. and, yeah. and respect all of it. Yeah. Um, when you look at locals helping locals, which is a part of your program, mm-hmm. how does that all work? So we actually trademarked that because mm-hmm. we saw that was how we wanted people to focus with chasing a dream. Um, and Locals Helping Locals is basically local businesses and mm-hmm. people knowing the local children and supporting the local children, and in return, we support the businesses. Mm. So it, it it builds community, and it's all, you know, everybody's giving back, everybody's getting to know each other and in whatever form that takes, but it's all transparency. So um, the businesses and the individuals know the children. They're on our website, they're at our events, they're on our social media, they're, they're all over the place. And then the page that we created, Locals Helping Locals, is businesses. So advertise on there, tell your story, share what you're doing because we want to promote that because you're involved in the community and it's all about building community. Because mm. I think we have to build stronger communities in this yeah. world now. You know, and just going back to what we were just talking about, the different physicians and specialists communicating, but also the the parents and the mm-hmm. people in the community. So, because it takes a village, whether you're talking specialists and yes. doctors or yeah. parents, and yeah. hopefully, as we begin to communicate more, we can then see how to you know uh, approach prevention, provoke pro- yes. you know approach care, mm-hmm. um, all of those things, and also we don't feel so alone. Exactly, it's nothing like lack of hope to make you feel sicker. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah, and like, when you get a diagnosis or yeah, something that you yeah. do feel isolated. Yeah. So ha- knowing that people are out there and resources are out there. Yeah. And we have a resource guide on our website as well so that there are things. And we started a mom's mental wellness group so they oh, all can Oh, that's great. Talk. That's awesome. Yeah. Tell me about that because that's mom's mental wellness group. Do they locate that through... Chasing a dream. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and one of our board members whose son has cancer, mm-hmm. she's she kind of leads it. Amber Nagel. And That's in person or a forum they or do both. No, it's um, pretty much in person. In person. You know, whether okay. it's coffees, happy hours. We've done guided meditations. Oh. We've done with um, herbs and owls in Jupiter. We yeah. did a four-part series. Um, do yoga. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can talk at any point on our as a private Facebook page. So that acts as the forum, the virtual forum. Yes, yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah. Um, we're working on getting speakers. You know, that may be something you'd love to talk to 
them about. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. Count me in. Yeah, it's yeah. so it's them, just and it's not just cancer moms, you know. So it's all moms, right. and they right. all, you know, they may have had a child that passed. They may have a, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. a seizure child. It could be anything, but it's their community to support their mental health because yeah. we're seeing PTSD, alcoholism, suicidal tendencies after yeah. going through this and going through it. Yeah, you know, so. Um, grief is huge there. grief is huge in this area Absolutely. regret um, mm-hmm. a feeling of, of being you know fault pointing finger you know all those things can yeah. wear away and tear yeah. away and, uh, and most of the time and if not all the time it's just you know we're all doing our best as parents we don't Right, but you get something like that yeah. thrown at you, and it's just, yeah, it's like, families well, yeah. get torn apart. Oh, yeah. and um, So there's a real need for that. So we're just building that um, yeah. and seeing where it goes. And, um, you know, it's kind of, again, a, kind of the way we we go. Like, we see a yeah. need, and then we, we build on that. Are you working out of state or out of county? No, or, right okay. now we're Palm Beach Martin in St. Lucie County. Okay. We have talked to other people around the country that want to um, model after what we're doing so what about out of country that wants to utilize your services you, all, you can't do it we don't send them out no we don't send funds or anything like that out of county yeah. or out of the country but like if you were someone that was from out of the country mm-hmm. and have a child that has an illness we don't restrict our funds that way you're still eligible gotcha but we just don't send them out of the country gotcha yeah and how does one go through an application process? All online? Mm-hmm. All? It's really easy. Everything's online. Mm-hmm. Um, we have somebody that speaks Spanish. Um, I have one mom who speaks Creole that, you know, she can interpret for us if need be. Social worker can refer you. We get a lot of mom referrals. Um, um, hospitals will refer to us. Mm-hmm. Doctors refer to us. So. Yeah. Um. Demographic-wise, um, and before we get into actually, I want to talk about demographics a little bit just to see how that shifted even in the last, uh-huh. uh, you know, what uh, six years, you know, seventeen to now. Um, but website chasingadream.org. Yep. For those listening, yep. we'll no say it G again. At the end of chasing, it's just chasing. Just chasing. Chasing a dream. Chasing a um, So we'll say that again before we. Okay. <laughs> but I just, you know, want to make sure yeah. just in case anyone has to scoot out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which is, this is on podcast, so you can always listen oh, and listen okay, and cool. listen. Um, so demographics, you know, used to be, well, these maybe money, wealth, you know, it's healthier children. Not so much. No. Not so much. No. That can't protect you from illness, that's for no, sure. right? Nope. Not at all. Um and again, it's really like a lot of the time if your child has cancer and let's say, you know, you have um, you're a wealthy person, you probably won't come across us per se because you're right. not reaching out for services. Right. But I'll tell you with the seizure disorder families mm-hmm. there. I mean, there's a lot of people and they have, you know, yeah, means, but it means definitely but they still need assistance because it's yeah. in, it's uncharted territory. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And you lose a lot when you have a child with any type of illness. It mm-hmm. costs a lot of money to yeah. be the family. Um, but, um, yeah, no, there's no, there's no protecting anybody yeah. from illness. So, so, and I say that only because you're offering a service that's not just um, assistance in terms of monetary mm-hmm. for those that are maybe, you know, in need. Um, but for those that may not be in need monetarily, they need curation, 
yeah. right? Yeah. You're curating services yeah. in very special areas of health yeah. for children. Yeah. And that is something that you've developed over time, yeah. probably something you didn't realize that you were doing. Exactly. But there's nothing out there like that. In, yeah, uh, that, that is curating these services for for families. Yeah, yeah. and we're um, okay, we haven't really announced it. Well, I guess they'll announce it now. But, <laughs> um, I'm um, chasing a dream is working with Bella's Angels, and okay. we are going to do a resource fair in Palm Beach County. Okay, and bring together all the services that are available out there, so yeah. that people can go and go from booth to booth to booth to see what is available for their child, and it'll be medical it will be through autism it'll be awesome. through yeah no one's doing it in this no, area at that no, scale that no. we're going to do it yes. and i believe we have august the second week in august there'll be a lot more to come on that that's great um, and you're going to mimic that or sort of represent that on your website chasing a dream we are and bella's angels yeah. and that's another thing working together with nonprofits, which yeah. you know nonprofits need to work together because yeah. We have to, not one of us can, you know, do everything for one family. And that's a big challenge in the community as well, is getting people to work together. So working with Bella's Angels has been amazing. And what's their website? Um, I think it's Uh bellasangels.org or could be bellasangels.com. I'm not sure. Okay. One of those. And their function (laughs) is that. Their function is. Bella's Angels does kind of what we do, but for a different demographic. But we're going to work together to create this resource fair yeah. in the community. It's been a while, but I think I had them on the show way back when. <laughs> Deborah Jaffe, yeah. she's awesome. Yeah. Um, Deborah yeah. Jaffe, yeah. And, um, and, and it's based upon, if I recall, Bella was her daughter? Or? Yes. yes, and they their target um, person or people are middle class, and they mm-hmm. help with insurance that does yes. co-pays and everything. Yes, I so remember her now. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be great to time. work with them. Sorry, audience, I've been doing this for a number of years now, over ten. <laughs> a lot of interviews of a lot of amazing people, and today we were so fortunate to have you, Lori Griffith, executive director of ChasinAdream.org. Yeah. No G on the end of that, Chase. <laughs> um, but look them up, support them. You can take support from anywhere in the world, Absolutely. so that's good. Yeah. And then and then help them grow so that they can continue to do what they're doing here, and then also inspire other people to do it elsewhere. Because we are a global community, and these issues are not going to go away, folks. So let's help each other out, uh, chasingadream.org. Thank you for joining us today. This has been brought to you in part by velhealth.com. Uh, download VelHealth app today for wellness within reach. Numerous ailments are brought to you with a five-pillar approach, holistic app, first of its kind. Download it today, velhealth.com. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on today. It was a real pleasure. Yes. And if you missed any portion of this show, Maximum Health is available via all podcasts, and uh, you can listen to us anywhere in the world.